You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Spark a dream that we're meant to follow. You're listening to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Join the team in the studio as they bring you the spirit of Disney through park news, history, and tips and tricks to make your Disney Parks vacation even more magical. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour, where Disney Parks podcast brought to you by DisneySider.com. And get away today. We're so excited to get together tonight and talk about some uh, Disney Parks news. It's our amazing Imagineer feature. I can't wait to get into that and talk about the Imagineer. It's it's the highlight of the show. It's my favorite part of of the Extra Magic Hour. I'm so happy to be joined by my my other co-hosts here. Lewis is not with us tonight, but back is Brianna. Brianna, how are you? I'm great. I'm excited. I'm going yeah. to talk parks. What are you most excited months. about? Is it the Imagineering feature? <laughs> it is the Imagineering feature. Okay. I have All heard right. that this one's going to be top. The craziest ever. The, the best craziest one, one ever. The I literally one. cannot right. tolerate you guys right now. So we're also joined by Sam, who cannot tolerate us. Sam, who are you featuring on this amazing, epic Imagineering feature? I wouldn't say it's the most epic we've ever done. It's a lesser known Imagineer, but it's still important because Sean doesn't think so. So I'm going to make it more important. But Fred Joriger. How did I say? When did I say it wasn't important? Uh, the six, like 16 minutes ago when we tried recording this podcast and it wasn't yeah, Just working. so you guys understand, um, we, we hit record. We talk. Well, the girls talked about. I don't know, hair and the Wednesday All dance. All things important. The, and oh, the yeah. Wednesday dance and puppies and... And Namor's thing be thingy. Thingy, thingy yep. things were brought up again because it always happens on any <laughs> show that Sam was involved with. But um, we finally started recording 20 minutes into the show, actually recording the podcast. So if you are or want to become a Patreon exclusive member, you can see most of that footage on there. So, but let's join and welcome our third co-host nicole how are you tonight fabulous i'm so excited what are you most excited for is it the imagineering feature obviously the girls what's that to be here with the girls perfect okay well i can go if you guys i'll come back at yeah, the that's end fine. Bye, Sean. all right okay <laughs> see you um, okay bye <laughs> So Sam just removed Sean from this podcast. So basically, we're here to talk about the Disney parks. So Brianna, what do you want to talk about tonight with the Disney 100? Oh, well, 
you know oh, what? Oh, look, Sean's back. Oh, oh Sean's shit. back. All right. I, I'll, honestly, I'll really go if you guys want to do <laughs> No, you've got the main article. I know, Brianna. <laughs> Sean rudely interrupted you. He did. Although Sean's article does have to go first, so to introduce the Disney 100. That is what will be a week from the day this episode gets released. Yeah, week from Friday. So, yeah, the, the 27th of uh, January. Lots of stuff happening. So yeah, I realize I, I work like up until that day. So <laughs> but you're going to be down there, right? I will be. You know, be there with Lewis. Yes. Yeah, Lewis will be there as well. So I'm excited for you guys. I can't wait to hear about a lot of things came out today that talked about that. I want to get you guys' thoughts on some of this stuff, except Sam was on the phone right now, but that's okay. <laughs> but um, we'll get you guys' thoughts. Um, it's Disneyland more, so I think Brianna and Cole probably have more thoughts than than Sam does on the on it because it is there. Very exciting. I mean, I, I was going to talk about it in the in the other podcast, the live show that we did. There's not many companies that are 100 years old for one, so they're, they're going to make this celebration really, really big. I mean, Coca Cola, uh, UPS, Equifax is actually 100 years old. Um, Harley Davidson's 100 years old. I was Target. And JC Penney are all hundred years over a hundred years old. So I think that's Target. Cool. Yeah, Target, it was something really? else before. Yeah, I looked it up because I, I looked up a list and it said like in 1902 is like a trading outpost or something. Apparently UPS, AMC's like a hundred years old, which I don't know how the movie theater is oh. older than a lot of movie studios. Yeah, and then Boeing yeah, as well. Boeing as well was you know, because they just made the airplane, blah blah blah. But yeah, it's just interesting. It's very cool that a company like Disney's 100 years old, and they're going to celebrate. They're going to kick it off. The main focal point of the celebration is is going to be in. Um, okay, they um uh they are uh, going to be kicking off in Disneyland. Obviously, kind of makes sense because Disneyland is what started it all in the parks, and I'm I'm glad they picked Disneyland and not Disney World to do this because of the fact that it is where it started and you're going to have platinum everywhere. They talked about this at the parks panel, platinum dripped everywhere, which I think it's going to look cool. It's going to be really shiny. It's not going to probably look good from above, but um, I mean, you know, looking down at an airplane, it's really, probably really reflective, but it'll be cool. I want to go through some of the things. The biggest thing that's happening is on the same day, January 27th is that Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway will be opening in the El Capitoon Theater in Disneyland Park. Um, Toontown, obviously, as we've talked about on the show, is is closed right now. So they're going to open up just this this attraction. <clears throat> and it will be um it will be it will be the main focus, the main hub ride, the main attraction in Toontown once it completely reopens. It's going to take a lot of people from other spots in the park, which I'm really excited about. I think it's going to free up the park. You're going to jam a lot of people in to um that area but i want to talk about on here is that um lewis was going to be on talk about this but um they're doing a virtual queue for this for one so you have to basically i think confirm your party by 6 a.m into the disneyland app and then at 7 a.m you can start doing like you did for rise the resistance and try to get that virtual queue there will be no standby queue at all just which I think wasn't rise that way too. There was no standby queue there, right? Mm, I don't. No, there was when it started. There was it no was virtual queue. as well, right? Yeah, it was all virtual. Yeah, so you'll be able to do. You'll be able to do the virtual queue for 
um, in the morning, and then there'll be another. Then you have to also then by noon you have to um, confirm your party again, and then try again at one o'clock um, when the when the park hopper park hopping happens. Which park hopping is changing, and, and you know on February fourth is going down to eleven o'clock. So obviously, are they not going to do virtual queue that long? Is it going to be just for the first couple of days? So. Well, around. I feel like that's why they moved it. Like they moved it up to eleven, so you're going to be in the park <clears throat> for to confirm your twelve o'clock for your one o'clock. Well, that's not happening until February fourth, so you have a week still between the the twenty seventh mm-hmm. and the fourth. So you're going to have that one o'clock. You know, I think I don't think it to be in the park. I think you just have to be in the app and confirmed with, with the confirmed park reservation. You can't just right, right. You can't. Oh, so you don't have to enter the park because that's a thing that Disneyland usually does is have well, you enter. You have the to be park there at six a.m. because it says you can confirm your party and start at seven a.m. The park yeah. opens at eight. I mean, that's what I had to do for Rise. I know. I remember like, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't but know because I know Walt Disney World is different, but obviously this is Disneyland. But I, I, I was even looking at the article and I don't see it say either way that you have right. to be in the park. Yeah. Right. So it says it's only accessible in the Disneyland app. There will not be a standby, but it does not say. And then it says enrollment times twice. You have to be there at 6 a.m. Are they starting where you can um, do a lightning lane? Are they starting at the very beginning? I forgot to mention that. So you can purchase a lightning lane, which any idea. Do we know how much it is? We don't. I was going to ask what you guys think the cost will be. 25. Isn't that the max? 25 is the max. I I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. I, mean, I think I would, it will be the max, but I. I yeah, wouldn't be I surprised if it's thirty bucks. I'm just that's that's. I'm just saying, something like well, that. Well, if the max is twenty five, then they're going to have to stop at twenty five. They could change everything. They change the the Disney Genie Plus prices too, so yeah. it's it's it, it could change. But I mean, what do you guys can think? Charge about for, whatever people are yeah, willing charge to pay. Whatever. If they think whatever people are willing to pay, if people what are willing to pay more, they're going to charge more. Will be the max. She said, "What's your max?" If you were paying for for just yourself to get in to that ride, I'd spend fifty bucks. Yeah, for, I would say forty. Yeah. I would say about forty five, fifty bucks yeah. for I mean, just if myself. It's the first time, but it's not that, just myself. Like, right? No, I, it's not. But yeah, it was like that day. I could potentially see myself paying forty. Yeah. I don't think I could go much over. I mean, I I know it's going to be a little different than Walt Disney World's, but I have rode Walt Disney World's quite a few times, and I do live local that I just don't think that I could. Does it excite like, you? Is it, is it a fun ride? It does. I, I like the ride. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not super thrilling or anything, but it's a fun ride. Like, and I'm excited to see the new scenes. I like how like it's a train, but it breaks off and there's little different mm-hmm. spots. And like, I feel like it, there's like a section where you like go underwater and it's beautiful. Like, I mean, it, it's a 3d, like you can look around and you're immersed in every section of it so they do a really good job with this ride so even with different sections like i mean i'm assuming the quality is going to be the same so it's going to be good cole have you been on it or no at at walt disney world i i was on it at walt disney world and the the pre-game show if you will um before you like actually go into the ride that was all that wasn't working that was covid Um, right uh yeah. yeah. And um 
person that I went with, like he had said, like that that was like a big piece that I mm-hmm. was missing, I've like heard part that. of the magic, part of yeah. right? Um, but I am not a trackless person. Um, I love the rides, but I just they, I it, they're more of an experience. So, mm-hmm. I mean, which is the point, you know? Mm-hmm. But I have to agree with Brianna, like that moment that you were underwater, like it's like nothing you've seen. Like it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And did you say how much you would spend for lightning lane? I'm, I'm with you guys. Like I would say between 40 and 50, it's a steep price, but to be there on the opening day and to be able to experience that by far, for sure. By far. Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. I did look it up guys. Sorry. Um, You do. It sounds like you do not have to be in the park for the first entrance, but for the 1 PM, you do have to have entered the park by that. Okay. Okay. Um, Cause it just says for 6 AM, you must have a valid ticket and theme park reservation for Disneyland park. Confirm your party by six and then starting at seven. Is that how they've done most of them? Yeah. Well, Um, the other ones you had to be in there. Yeah, no, for that's, what, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. asking. Is like you've yeah. had to be in the parks by the time of your reservation, right? Yeah. So, so even for now, Walt Disney World was you can do it any. Well, they started that a little later, but yeah, Walt Disney World you could do. And there used anywhere. to be that you didn't have to confirm your party an hour before. Yeah, that's. I don't think you necessarily have to confirm your party. I think they're giving you that window, so like oh, you can okay. get it set up. Which is kind of um, nice because that's stressful yeah. as hell. Because if you if you don't have everyone there, someone's not scanned in. Because before you had to be scanned in to the park. And if yeah. your sister's not in there, you're like, oh, shit, she's on here too. And how do you get her out of the group? And, you know, so it's yeah. kind of cool that you can yeah. confirm the group before. I, I like that. Well, and when we go, like, with um, the Vokui, like, with my family best friend, mm-hmm. her daughter usually does it. Like, it's her and I who usually go on. And, like... We didn't have to be in the park as of lately, like when they were starting those for this right. virtual queue. Um, we could, we did it at 6 a.m. Yeah, I remember I've been there a couple of times. I, there was one time when you had to be in there and everyone's standing there on Main Street and everyone's scream or be sad because mm-hmm. then they say, oh, they're all gone, you know, but yeah. I've been there before. Inside the tried- Starbucks line. Yep. And I've done it like for Web Slingers where I was like at the hotel and you could do it and it just, Oh, you got it. So it just depends, you, you know? So it's yeah, just, I like it. I think it's going to be, uh, it looks cool. I'm excited. I was supposed to be down there. I'm bummed that I can't be there for it, but um, it's fresh, you know, but it will get there, but it's, I'm excited for it. It's going to be really, really cool. I'm excited to see. I'm one that can't wait to see like, you know, videos. I'll watch videos that night of people that went on it. Cause I want to see their experience and Oh my God, I'm gonna look forward to it. I can't, you know, some, I, I, some people I've watched on YouTube, they say, Oh, yeah, I won't watch it till I go. I'm like, How could you not do that? I'm going to be watching the same way. I'll be watching these fireworks shows Saturday morning. You know, I'll be watching, you know, all of them. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll be checking them out. But, um, speaking of that, so anything else you guys have on run away, run away, railway? Run away, railway. I have trouble saying it too. Yeah, who said Um, the sisters (laughs) are popping on last week or whenever they were on? They're just like, How do you do that? Remember which sister it was, but now that I'm like thinking of it, could she book the first Disneyland one? 
outside of Disneyland later, not like when Rise, but like I think when so. I, you could Web Slingers started. Because I did. I remember doing Web Slingers from the hotel. I remember doing so, Web Slingers from the hotel too, yeah. and I wasn't on Disneyland property. Yeah. So, so I, I remember <laughs> that. But I, I, in the beginning, you had to be there. You had to be yeah. checked in. I do because re- I do remember having to be in there for Rise because I got up ungodly early after being in park closed the night before. Right. Um, we do crazy things, Brianna, for Disney. Crazy things. And then I had to sit around all day. And then I drove to Seattle that night. (laughs) Oh, hell. Actually, I didn't drive fully to Seattle. I ended up passing out. Like, I ended up, like, driving. And I'm like, why am I so tired? Oh, yeah, because I was up at 4 (laughs) a.m. Story in my life. Searching for the right. Um, So, speaking of... Speaking of fireworks... Um, we talked last on our last show, we deep dived the wondrous, the wondrous journey fireworks show, which, you know, they're saying they're going to, you know, I'm just going to read this little description because it's a little bit easier here. It says each evening at Disneyland park, wondrous journeys, transforms main street, sleeping beauty castle, the facade of it's a small world and rivers of America to the artist canvas with lighting effects, customized projections and more. The nighttime spectacular, by Disney Live Entertainment will take you on an epic adventure through 100 years of Walt Disney Animation's studio storytelling. On select nights, Wondrous Journeys takes to the skies with sparkling fireworks. Oh, on on select nights. Okay. Um, takes to the skies with sparkling fireworks. Check out the behind-the-scenes look at the recording session for the show. Oh, I want you to check that out. But that's interesting. I did not realize that it's not every night. They're going to get fireworks every night. Probably wait till summer and then start. Yeah. So, so you think it'd be Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Probably. Yeah. And then I, half I of them so. will be canceled because of wind. Right. Yeah. Well, they they, <laughs> right. they talked they talked about drones, which I I think would it would be so cool. They, they yeah, they, but they, drones also can't fly with heavy. Yeah, winds. I was like, I don't know how. They're lower to the ground, so like they might yeah. be able to withstand more wind than the fireworks. Just because of the fireworks, obviously, is a fire hazard with all of the neighboring problem I see with drones. Uh, what I see with drones in a park like Disneyland is: Have you ever seen like the airfield where they put all the drones when they do a drone show? Yeah. Mm-mm. Where would you put that there? There, there's no, there's no more room in Anaheim to have a, <laughs> a field of, of. I mean, it's huge. It's like because it's drones are like man armed. Yeah, it's like football mm-hmm. field size. That's, that's how big these fields are. I've seen these shows where they use Our drones. Computer- like, don't they do like computer um programs? computer I mean, GPS? They do it in Paris. Yeah. They do it in Paris. But still, yeah. I mean I'm just and saying they did I, them at uh, Disney Springs for a little while. They had a small drone show. I, I have a friend who's a drone like engineer type person. We should talk to him about it. But um we excited for Wondrous. We talked about it last time. We were we're all very excited for it. I'm excited how they're gonna fit a hundred years of you're talking sixty over sixty movies into a 25 minute fireworks show or now just a production show. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. So I, I, I hope they do it justice. Crying. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. And you know, it's going to be Walt talking. And if they're not going to do the same thing I did with the, what was the one at Walt Disney world they just did or is doing now enchantment or whatever it is. Yeah. Now, now they, put, now they put Walt in it and it's better. Mm-hmm. Everything's better with Walt. Let's just be honest. I mean, honestly, there are a lot of Walt. things yeah. At like one man's dream was honestly better with Roy in it too, though. Like it's just having those 
original voices for the original mm-hmm. themes of the parks being present. Yeah. Um, Roy Jr. walked through one man stream and literally stopped in the middle of it and started sobbing because he heard his dad's voice. Yeah, I could, I, I sob. I'm not gonna lie. I stop when I hear Walt's so, voice. He's I not mean, even my dad. So I mean, you know, he's not even your dad. Yeah. I mean, like he's all of our dads. So like, basically, he's he's Papa Walt. Papa Walt. So Walt. Papa so wondrous, wondrous journeys is going to be at Disneyland, and it says here it's going to be. It's going to be, um, like I said, select nights. So time, we'll bet you probably Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be fireworks to start. Then, like Brianna said, they'll probably add it in, to, add it in after that for, for the uh, fireworks in the summertime, springtime, summertime, every day. <laughs> but let's talk about World of Color 1, which we didn't talk about last time. So... This all-new nighttime spectacular at Disney's California Adventure Park celebrates a storytelling legacy started by Walt Disney illustrating how a single action like a drop of water creates a ripple that can grow into a wave of change. This is the first Disneyland Resort nighttime spectacular to feature characters, music, and moments from Walt Disney Animation Studios, Pixar Animation Studios, The Avengers, and Star Wars in the same production. I'm here for this. I've never seen, and I've said this before, I've I've never seen World of Color. I haven't either. I cannot <laughs> wait to see this. So, hi, Emma. I was like, they even had it actually going on the day that I was there when it was raining. And I was like, oh, maybe there'll be less people. And there were still tons of people like standing around yeah. to watch. And there's, it's just not a good showing area. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's just <laughs> where left. they put you. It's just like they drop, your, <laughs> drop in the middle of the park. And you're yeah. like, you just deal with it, you know, and it's a bitch to walk around. And when they're all sitting there waiting and they've got like the the VIP and the lines and, and the dessert, dessert parties. Yeah. And so it's like by the time you just want to walk up and watch it, like you can't. And you I'm can't. Just, yeah. it's too much. I remember when Fantasmic, you had to run and get little tickets. You had to run and get the fast pass, the, the, the little the little tickets. Yeah. And, you know. Well, pop her in. Let her, let's say hi to her. Pop her in. Hi Emma. Hi Emma. <laughs> she can't hear you, but you guys can hear her. Hi Emma. <laughs> Emma's got Holly. Here we go. Holly the pupper. All right. So, <laughs> World of Color. I'm excited for this. Are you, yeah. Brianna Cole. Yeah. I I, 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 I don't I, I don't I'm not skipping you, Sam. But I know you haven't been out here to see World of Color, so that's why. Yeah. I I take no offense, but oh, well, hopefully you did I'll be there. You did earlier. I take offense because you said you didn't care about my Imagineering feature. So it's like, whatever, dude. But like World of Color, like I'll just listen to you guys talk and it makes me happy. It's fine. Yes. Go ahead. Brianna, hit us with, hit us with that knowledge. Um, I mean, the only thing I was going to say that World of Color is also going to have its own virtual queue, um, which I know they've been doing for the regular show, quote unquote, um, call it the first world of color. Um, so this one will open up in the Disneyland app at noon. And um, you've, I think you have to have entered the park at this point to be able to join that queue. Oh, I skipped that part. I'm glad you brought that up. So, so you have to, you have to get virtual. This is virtual too. Yeah. And then it says, if the virtual queue reaches capacity, please visit Paradise Bay viewing area 30 to 45 minutes before showtime to check in with a cast member for walk-up viewing options. <laughs> Wherever that is. Paradise Bay viewing Where's area. Paradise Bay, yeah. I don't know. 
Like That's I said, I've never watched yeah. this show. Yeah. So. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, and I do yeah. like the fact that it's featuring all four of the major things. So it, it's going to be really good. And that world, I'm, I'm on episode six right now of Imagineering Story. And I was, and they, they talked about World of Color. 800 fountains and had they can squirt 85 85 feet in the air and still be lit up that's yeah. kind of cool so yeah so um cole what do you think um i'm excited for it i am not like a huge world of color like <clears throat> i'd rather have you seen it in person world of color like just like the yeah, water any show them, any of yeah. yeah yeah we yeah, have you're ahead of us so <laughs> you're ahead of us yeah, yeah. um i i mean it, it's it's awesome but like i just happen to like what they do better at disneyland yeah um and with their like projections and the shows and visually i don't know like they're beautiful it's not that they don't put a lot of work into it and it's not that it's not very creative it's mm-hmm. just not my personal Right. Um, I would rather enjoy one of the parades at Disneyland or one of the product, the uh, projections at Disneyland. All right. Um, but that's just me. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about what's next. Um, what that we have in there. I think Brianna, you want to hit on the food aspect? Oh what yes. We got, what we got Let's going see. here? Woohoo! Oh, let me find it. There it is. Come back. All right, so there's quite a bit of food um, coming to Disneyland Park for the 100th, and I'll try to go through a bit of the few things. I don't know if you've got one. I just need to ask because I don't know if you guys have seen the caramel apple yet, but it looks like it's got like straight up glitter on it, and I really am wondering how this. I mean, I'm assuming it's just like um, sprinkles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like very curious on how these are going to taste. Yeah, ten out of ten. Do not recommend tasting real glitter. No, yeah, no. That's good advice. Like an electrical parade brownie at Jolly Holiday. I did get that, and they had those sprinkles. And I would imagine there's some kind of like, yeah, like an edible glitter or an edible. Like yeah, I was thinking sprinkle just because it didn't taste like like even like sprinkles. It was like yeah, it was, just, it was just it was sugar. just like kind of like crystals, was, yeah, yeah, like sugar crystals. Yeah. That would I that think would be brownie okay. was so freaking good. I loved that brownie. <laughs> yeah, after your rave review, I had to go get one. So oh I, my god, I ended it was up so having good. one of those brownies. <clears throat> really um, it was a good brownie. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So yeah, so I guess first will be Alien Pizza Planet. They're gonna have a lemon tea cake which is a lemon curd with lemon zest glaze. Um, the Blue Bayou, it looks like you can get a champagne glass. I don't have Ooh. a picture of it, um, but it does say coming soon, and there's a limit to two per person. Um, and they're also going to have a pecan or pecan or however people say this brownie with chocolate truffle mousse, red berries, and milk chocolate mousse glaze. But this does not start in... No, yeah, so it'll be the 27th. So that one will start on the first day. And then, like I said, there is the um, special um, platinum edition of the caramel apple um, with like this platinum bow. And we talked about the glitter. And then the mini cake pop will also have the little pop platinum bow. You know, some of my favorite treats I usually take home to family. So I'm excited about those. Um, Galactic Do Grill you think is. Like- 
Go ahead. So I just have a question, like, or, or to find out your guys' opinion. So you mentioned, like, the pecan dessert and the lemon curd. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that they're going off of, like, more of, like, a traditional from, like, Walt's time? Because, like, lemon curd and the pecan is, like, very traditional for, like, an, like, back when versus like now like what do you what do you guys there's, think like, honestly i'm looking at this there's a ton of lemon <laughs> there is, is there? also a lemon chevron pie classic mm. lemon pie with graham cracker crust and a vanilla cream and then another lemon tea cake is that the same thing okay maybe it's the same lemon tea cake just at different spots so I'm yeah, literally could... craving lemon cake. Right <laughs> I'm like really, I'm like really hungry. I know hungry right I now. literally need it in my life. So I wonder if that was More like of that lemon pie. I don't remember what Walt's favorite dessert is. I think I knew it one time, and chili. I don't recall now. Um, chili for dessert and for his meal. <laughs> dessert for breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah, dessert, and his nightcap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, his nightcap was a scotch mist. There's like mm-hmm. four places serving this lemon tea cake, so I feel like yeah, there has to be something yeah. there about this some lemon kind of tea sentimental, cake, right? Like yeah. either that or just lemons are in season. I don't know, but like that I feel like they, it has to have some kind of significance. We're gonna have For to sure. look into this because now I need to know. We need to know. <laughs> yeah. we, need, we need answers. <laughs> we need yeah. answers, Disney. Why lemon? Rihanna, when you go, I need you to get these answers to say why so much lemon. Okay. And they probably I, I will, will tell you. There They'll might probably, be some people yeah, there that will yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Maybe lemons are cheap right grill. now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, honestly, it's so funny. Like, I've never been in a place that, like, has so much citrus. And, like, nurses will just be like, this came from my tree. And we'll just bring it in. And, like, here's some free oranges and free lemons. And I was like, <laughs> this stuff's expensive. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're dude, just, like, shoving it right? <laughs> like, The Midwest, because Brianna and I are both originally from the mi- Midwest. And, like. To go buy oranges and like lemons, it is not cheap. Yeah. Oh no, that is so to, like, try to do like one lemon, lemon is like two something is like two forty five yeah. for one lemon. I remember trying to buy lemons in college and just having to give up because it was too expensive. <laughs> like my like five dollar an hour job was not. I was I was cringing yesterday. <laughs> I was cringing yesterday because I needed lemon ju- fresh lemon juice for something. Mm-hmm. I had to buy one lemon for it. And squeeze like a fourth of the lemon juice into it. And I was cringing because I was like, what am I going to do with the rest of this lemon? Like, obviously, I'm going to use it. But only because I have to use it because lemons are expensive. Not not a SoCal, obviously. (laughs) Like, what do y'all pay for lemons? I don't don't buy lemons. I know. I was like, I don't generally buy lemons. (laughs) I honestly haven't looked. I probably pay right now like 59 cents. Are you freaking kidding me? And I haven't bought. So my coworker has an amazing lemon tree, a Meyer Of course lemon she tree. does. <laughs> and then my other coworker has an orange tree that is like a plethora. So I probably haven't bought oranges or lemons for probably like eight or nine years because oh, I always like have them. So I try to zest and like save her Meyers when I know that they're in season and I try to like bake a lot with them. Um, and then that way I have them, but yeah, so good. And the extra magic like, hour cooking hour. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Chris. So good. Yeah. I was saying, Mother where's Chris? Is. We need Chris right now, but it is 1218 on the East coast. So Chris <laughs> oh. is 
in bed because he gets up very early. I think he's working out of a food truck early yeah. in the morning. So, uh, so by fun. the way, we're speaking of Chris Alardi from Disney Done Differently. If you haven't yes. checked out his YouTube channel, do so. He has done a feature over Brianna and I. Yes, he has. So mm-hmm. me too. Me too. Oh, he's he did the on. Monte Cristo for you, Sean. He's been on the that show was, a few times. That he's was a his first video. Literally, <laughs> his first video was not the Monte Cristo. His first video was the one that he sent to us to see right. if we thought that he should create videos. And we said, yes, Chris, because we love you. So he's a friend of the show, Disney Done Differently on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But carry on. Carry on. Girl, I grill. Sam and I for um, saying pop instead of soda. Yeah. <laughs> what is soda? Nope. <laughs> it is absolutely pop. Really? It is pop. Yeah, yeah, it's pop. Cole, break the tie. <laughs> Cole, Cole just shook her head because she, yeah, nope. she, she. I mean, knows. there is no tie. We've said pop. <laughs> oh, that's right. So, so there is no tie. I think like half of my family is pop and the other half is soda. And I always, as a kid, favor the word pop because I think that's so much more fun than soda. So I have to say pop, but um, it's a family thing because okay. that's what they said. Yeah. Basically, you lose yet again, Sean. It's all good. <laughs> Sorry. It's funny, though. You know, people will call soda or pop Coke. Most people just call, give me a Coke. And it could be, it, no, it could be that's Dr. Texas. Pepper. It could be Pepsi. I was like, Texas Sprite, and like Arkansas. <laughs> Te- yeah, Texas, like super Southern states are yeah, like, yeah. give me a Coke. Yeah, I, like, I forget uh, the first one. What kind one of Coke like, do you want? Yeah, that was like, they were like, right. do you want a Coke? And I was like, sure. And they were like, what kind? And I was like, what, the, what do you mean, what kind? Coke. <laughs> I want a Coke. <laughs> I want a regular Coke. I don't want a, a diet Coke. No, right. do you want like Pepsi, root beer, like Sierra Mist? No, I want a freaking Coca-Cola. <laughs> right. All right, continue on with off the rails or off the rails. All right, so we're getting a platinum. Is it trifle? No trifle. So this is layers of chocolate cookie crumbs, cheesecake, cherry, more chocolate cookie mousse, and crunch pearls. I think there's a picture of this somewhere. Oh, it must be that. Yeah, that looks good too. Um, and then we're getting an old-fashioned cream soda, which is Sprite, cherry, and blue cotton candy gourmet syrup served oh. frozen and topped with whipped cream and purple pixie dust. Damn. And a glow clu- cube is available. <laughs> I no, have not seen the glow cube. That's not a cream soda. You haven't seen the glow cubes? I've seen glow cubes, but I don't know if it's like a. Sp- oh no, I have. It's a star one. There's a star glow cube for the oh, so 100. <laughs> there it is. You guys can see it. But- I'm pretty sure I have my. <laughs> oh, oh, it looks like a Merkaba. Sorry, most people won't know what a Merkaba is, but like it looks like a Merkaba to me. <laughs> Merkaba. See, we got some. <laughs> we got a little bit of savory. F- food at hungry bear which is a potato and cheddar cheeseburger Ooh. which is a, a hamburger with green chili bacon cheddar sauce and spicy crisp crisp potato planks on a brioche bun oh it's my gosh it sounds like heaven in my <laughs> i love spicy i, I was gonna for the one chip right challenge now it does sound good i just had the spicy chicken sandwich from hungry bear and it had like chopped up like jalapenos on it it was good oh that sounds like a dream come true 
it was good. I really, because I was like, I get so anxious ordering sandwiches at like theme parks. I get really mad like, if they don't have spicy on them. Like if you don't have sriracha or jalapenos, get away from me. Especially on a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Sriracha? Oh, actually, Ugh. you know what I've been doing? I've been doing uh, chicken sandwiches at home, like like crispy chicken sandwiches with Famous Dave's sweet and spicy pickle chips. Nice. Oh, so Get good. Those. <laughs> Sorry, I'm off the rails again. <laughs> I had to look up and I made oh, like hungry. my version of I'm like starving. the Popeye's sauce that they use on their chicken sandwich. Oh, delicious. Good. Um. You can also get that lemon pie at Hungry Bear, so more lemon. Jolly Holiday, you can get that lemon cake again, um, and the platinum trifle. And then they are having a Mr. Banks shortbread tart. Love you. <laughs> and this shortbread tart has caramel chocolate ganache <gasps> and purple-colored white chocolate mousse, sea salt, edible silver stars, and uh, crunchy pearls. So. Raise your hand if you think that ganache is better than fondant. Oh, yeah, 100%. Except like 3,000%. I don't know what the difference is. Nicole and Brianna and Sam raised their hand, and Sean said, I don't know what the difference is because he's <laughs> Sean. Fondant is on like the fancy cakes, usually like mm-hmm. wedding cakes. Right, but what's ganache? I know it. Oh, I know ganache it. is like. It's like. The- like mousse fudgy almost. type yeah. mousse fudge, fudge is a good yeah like on that brownie on that oh, okay it's, it's what's on so, top of a cosmic brownie <laughs> okay so, so good so all four so of us good. agree that yes okay we all four agree out of four, all four agree. out of four agree all right four okay. hand four out of four hands that ganache is much better than fondant fair enough congratulations <laughs> Um, then at Refreshment Corner, you can get a violet pretzel, which is the cream cheese filled pretzel drizzled with salted vanilla cream and lavender sugar. Interesting. The jalapeno it reminds cheese me pretzel's of better. Violet lemonade. Like the that's violet so lemonade. Okay. Uh, and what's the. Yes. Oh, the violet lemonade was so good. I do like violet lemonade. Oh, that's so but the so lavender <laughs> and calling it violet i'm like I know. oh the yeah they here. do <laughs> what's the theme here Why? and then what's getting... the significance with the purple i know they've kind of just been using purple as one of the colors like everything purple and is platinum. platinum and purple there's platinum yeah. everything is, is because accented of with purple. royal purple pigment you get a figment. like i didn't know like if that was like another like significance with the hundred because like other than yeah, platinum and purple match. I think that's it. But like, so does like the platinum and the royal like D twenty three blue. Like yeah, that's a significant blue that matches. Um, black would match like red, like Snow White. Like I don't know. Like I just wasn't sure what the significance. And I well, feel black would like. Be great. Yeah, I don't know if it's I just like because it's like the royal color, so they just kind of yeah. went with purple. Oh, maybe. Or... Yeah. Okay. So I feel you on that. I just feel like they they always have a backstory and always have a reason, mm-hmm. and it's always like pre thought out. And like, I just have some questions this time because I don't like the lavender color, the purple, and then yeah, like you just mentioned, like the pretzel and 
there's was some something else that you mentioned. I'm like, hmm. There's so a lot I, of purple food. Yeah, <laughs> some purple churros yeah. coming up here. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense because they really focused on the like lavender color flowers at flowering garden, so that mm-hmm. made sense for the lavender uh, lemonade. The or the violet lemonade that That made sense because it was i mean flower and garden festival the flower colors that we were seeing around but you're right for the 100th it's like what was their reasoning behind that Mm -hmm. yeah and like brianna said there's like a lot of like lavender food and she's about to talk about the churro so there's another drink too sprite with grape syrup to make it purple <laughs> um oh, and why? then it's like it's literally i'm not a grape yeah, syrup fan i'm not a grape fan i like grape I, th- I think i'd like the sprite i don't know if i'd like the frozen one with the all cotton candy and cherry although oh no that one could be interesting um so the disney 100 churro is cherry sugar drizzled with white icing and topped with purple and silver pearls but the cherry sugar definitely looks purple in this photo so i'm assuming it's going to be purple as well oh yeah uh, and then they are having a um like the tumbler and then this one doesn't look like the tumbler it just looks like a straw cup so a couple different cups to get all oh, here to, and then um, a Mickey Mouse sipper and then the poison apple cup that a lot of people get like, I don't know, like fruit in. I think some places serve it with drinks that pops up. This is a platinum and purple poison apple cup. Um, there is a refillable popcorn bucket uh, that does not say what the price is on refills. Uh, the glow cube, which we talked about when the other drink. There is a little straw clip and some pizza. What is this? Oh, for California Adventure. It is a French onion dip pizza. Oh, that's And more of the lemon pie. That doesn't sound bad, actually. (laughs) Wait, French onion dip. French onion dip. Yeah, it's mozzarella, Gruyere Gruyere cheese, caramelized onion, roast, roast beef, and served with like a side of like whatever you dip. I love French onion dip. (laughs) Ajou. Thank you. Yes. I love ajou. I love Greer cheese. I love roast beef. Putting it on a pizza, I've never thought of, but I would 10 out of 10 give it a chance. I mean, (laughs) it looks good. Trying to see it. Yeah, like have you ever like the thing that is weird to me? Oh, like it does roast, look really good, Brianna. Like yeah. roast beef on a pizza is not like something <laughs> it's, you would it's think just of. like a slab of roast beef slab. But like it's just like <laughs> kind of here for it though. I exactly like Sean. Like high five. Next, Sean and I are gonna go have some roast beef pizza. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so starving, are- just by the way. So. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I know. I'm really I hungry, too. Dinner. I'm like, my dinner I'm literally sitting here eating a bag full of seaweed because I'm that hungry. <laughs> if I'm sitting here eating seaweed, that means I'm hungry. I was going to say, I'd have to be real freaking hungry to eat seaweed. Um, yeah, Claire Bells is going to have a Snickers Sunday, which is butter pecan ice cream. See, there's a lot of pecans, too. Yeah, there's <laughs> pecan again. Um, 
chocolate shell, caramel sauce, whipped cream, chocolate, no, chopped peanuts in a snicker bar pieces. So if it's half as good as that um, Snickers macaroon that they had. Oh, that was so good. But you could only have like one or two bites of it. Oh, yeah. I saved mine. I ordered like the cheese plate from like the place right beside it. And it came in like a plastic container. So I stuck my macaroon in it and carried it around and ate it throughout the day. But that thing was good. Um, Flo's Cafe is having a the lemon pie again. Uh, Hollywood Lounge is having a more platinum lemon. blue, which is <laughs> yes, more lemon, lots of lemon, pecans, and purple. So Hollywood Lounge has a but it's called platinum blue. It's got rum, blue curacao, dull pineapple, and sour mix, and then an old fashioned cream soda. Okay, so that's the same one, that old fashioned cream soda with the cherry, blue cotton candy, and the whipped cream on top, which I'm assuming is this picture. That thing's interesting. Uh, Lamp Light Lounge is going to have a Disney 100 cocktail with gin, pea flower, honey, lavender, lemon juice, with an edible flower. Even putting lemon in this. I uh, want like three of those, please. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty too. It's like that um, a pretty blue layered in. <laughs> like, yeah, I want like. I'll take it. I'll take an order. Of six or seven, we'll, we'll, take, we'll yeah. take a dozen. We'll take a dozen, and the three of us line them share. up, and then we'll probably order another dozen. It's fine. Notice I said uh, three of us because Sean's not allowed to have the yummy drink. Okay, you don't get the drink. Uh, Pacific Wharf Cappuccino Cart will have the lemon tea cake. Um, the Sp- Pacific Wharf Cafe will have the platinum trifle. Smooth, smoothie, smooth, smooth. I can't do it. Smooth, smoothies. I can't say it. I know where you're talking the about. Smooth, the milkshake place. The smoothie place, yeah. The smoothie place will have a steamboat willy shake, cookies and cream shake with whipped topping and chocolate cream filled cookies. So Oreos. They are Oreos. No. Apparently don't have, they can say Snickers, but not Oreo, apparently. Right? <laughs> like... Oh my. Um that's some weird branding issues, I, I bet. I was like, I mean, I know they have like the deal with the Mars candies, so I guess that's probably why they can say Snickers, but I don't they don't have a deal with Oreo. Or was yeah. it Nestle? I don't know who Oreo is owned by. I think it's Nestle. Um uh, Sonoma Terrace will have prickly paloma, tequila, prickly pear, and grapefruit. Grapefruit ginger beer. Uh, grapefruit grapefruit beer and ginger beer Ooh. is actually freaking amazing. Is it good? Um, I was like, I feel like it all must be really tart. Uh, I have to remember where in Epcot I've had it, but it's amazing. Um, but the Paloma tequila, you had me at Paloma good. tequila. <laughs> so good. Uh, studio catering has the cream soda. Uh, Grizzly Peak will have the 100 churro the purple churro and then more tumblers and cups all over the place so probably every little stand will have a tumbler cup or and then of some sort and then at the grand californian they will have walt's chili in a bread bowl 
and a Disney 100 in Rice a Krispie bread treat. bowl. It is in a bread bowl. Disneyland loves their bread bowls, and honestly, it's been so cold here lately. I'm here for it. Like honestly, like I've I not like seen a Disney bread bowl in person. And butter or something. Like I feel like they need to. I yeah, that's gonna be oyster very crackers. Thick. <laughs> yeah, Oyst- oyster crackers. I was like, I like a good like soupy soup to eat in a bread bowl to like you know absorb into the bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, French onion. And I'm kind of oh. disappointed in that cream soda garbage. Like. It's if they everywhere. say an old-fashioned cream soda, that's not an old-fashioned cream soda. Yeah, it's it seems frozen. it seems like they're more so trying to compare to the butter beer for Universal. It could be. I feel like it's yeah, it's like it's a. Thicker, thicker, it's probably going to be like yeah. a big drink that all the kids are going to want. It's going to cost nine dollars and <laughs> yeah, twenty-five if you want a cup. Yeah, sounds like sugar in a cup. So it sounds it, like. it literally yeah. does. <laughs> sounds like diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> you just have to have like your like tester with you, like right. Yeah, you're like get, let me let sure me just okay. let me just test yeah. my uh, blood sugar right now. Right. Oh no, I'm too high. Just watch it. Give me some peanut butter. All right, and I think that is all for the parks. There's a few things at Downtown Disney as well, but we have talked a lot of food, so we have. But I mean, <laughs> um, now, thank you so much for making me completely starving. Now I appreciate. I that. know right? I'm like really hungry too. Like I honestly was so tired a few minutes ago that I was like, I'll probably just go to bed. And now I like I have to find food. Exactly, yeah. Brianna, <laughs> and it's 11:36 here, and I'm oh like, well, crap. So now I need to go. Everybody's like must have try. Um, there's no like savory food, which saddens me. I mean, there is. We talked about the pizza, which yeah, is kind of hit or miss for me. Honestly, the pizza, the pizza is probably my number one go to. That trifle sounds good. I'm not a huge lemon person, so it's honestly you not a whole get, lot. You gotta, like, you start. I know. I was like, You're honestly, as I'm going through all this, like, <laughs> like, um, yeah. So the trifle, I think. And I'm gonna go with the the pizza, the French dip pizza. And I gotta try a churro. I we 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 tried the God, what was pumpkin it? What we try the pumpkin? Oh, the, God, that so one's good. so good. Yeah. I know. The other day I wanted a churro, and I was like, man, but I can't get a pumpkin spice. And same with the beignets. I was like, oh, beignets, and I was like, but they're not pumpkin spice. Yeah, my Dutch Bros is <laughs> we'll the same fine. way. I can't get pumpkin spice freaking chives anymore. It's a bunch. But of you know that you can like order syrup that is pumpkin spice and make it yourself at home, right? Because I do all the time. I guess. I, I made a pumpkin spice latte this morning. Mm. Nice. Cole, what are you looking forward to? I think the pizza, the cocktail, yeah. at lamplight. Uh-huh. That lamplight. And one. Oh, oh, I still want to try that little lemon something. Is it the, the lemon tea cake? cake? I think I'm kind of in it. Well, there's plenty of places you can get it. It's uh, there. Yeah, I was like, you can <laughs> yeah, get that tea cake. It is cute. It's got like a heart. little thing on top. <laughs> I don't know if it's I'm white vested. chocolate or what. It's like a cow cake. I mean, it's probably good. It's probably like airy and fluffy, and yeah. So let's get. We have two more stories still. Sam, what's your story? Um, I wanted to talk about some meet and greets that we're getting back at Walt Disney World that people have been missing. Some of the best meet and greets that have honestly 
been part of my experiences at visiting Walt Disney World. Uh, Ariel's Grotto is coming back, so you'll be able to visit Ariel in her grotto outside the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Uh, super cute meet and greet. My daughter absolutely loves it. Um, so that's coming back. And Enchanted Tales with Belle, where it's literally like a stage show, and you get to be part of the stage show if they pick you. It's super interactive. So some pretty cool meet and greets that we have coming back that people actually have been longing for. The aerial ride in Walt, the aerial ride in Walt Disney World, like the facade, like outside, and with the meet and greet, like they nailed that. Like it is so good. Like our aerial, like is nothing compared. Like the outside is nothing even compares to how beautiful and just like they they immerse you from the get go. They do. Yeah, and it even so smells good. like you're going into like an underwater cave. Yes. Um, so but not good. in a bad way. Like in a. No, it gets you excited. Yeah, it does. In like a, a sea, like sea salt kind of way. And our, like, oh, Ariel is just so playful. Um, I posted in our Walt's apartment behind the lamp group yesterday um, some grotto pics of my daughter who absolutely loves every time she gets to see Ariel. But uh, I avoided posting the pictures of Ariel and I in the grotto because she is super, <laughs> she is super playful. Like she will like play with your hair and stuff, and it's super sweet, super cute. Like she's just she's amazing. Ariel in the grotto is different than Ariel you're gonna get literally anywhere else at Walt Disney World, especially because like she's got her her fins and not her legs, like she does all of the rest of the meet and greets. But yeah. When we were um, on the cruise, she had like her legs, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, she it was the weirdest thing because she would like take your hair and, you know, say that you, you know, clearly you didn't have your dingle hopper today. And just like her little <laughs> chipper self and she kind of talks back almost. And so it takes you off guard. But she she's so, so good. So good. They are. They're so precious. But yeah, so the uh, Ariel's Grotto is opening back up for meet and greets and um, Enchanted Tales with Belle, which is very immersive, very interactive. You get selected to play certain roles in the kind of stage show. So definitely be there, be present. And if you haven't experienced it, it's definitely worth experiencing. It's kind of a fun time. Good stuff. And then... What um, you want to talk about archives, right? Yeah, so I'm kind of excited. So um, the Disney 100 um, exhibit, they are busting out more than 250 crown jewels of like rare scene, original um, artwork, artifacts, costumes, props, and other like memorabilia. Um, but the like main attraction for um this cool face over here is they're going to have mary poppins horse so that's very exciting um but this um exhibit does open on february 18th at the franklin institute so super super exciting they're going to have all kinds of things i feel like the um entrance fee is pretty good it's like 25 bucks they'll have like um exclusive for this exhibit 
Um, they'll have like behind special behind the scene glimpses of things of like creations from the company and the most popular characters. They'll have films, they'll have shows, they'll have things from the attractions, um, <clears throat> excuse me, from Disney to Walt Disney and beyond. So although it will have like a focus of like Disney land, it'll, or Disney as a company, they'll also touch base on Walt Disney and some of the others. So that's super fun. And then they'll have, um, 10, they say 10 magnificent. So let's just like get that in there, but they'll have 10 featured themed galleries. So those will have different like interactive installations and they'll have like background information. And so it sounds like it will also be like very um, interactive, which is super exciting. Um, and then they talk about like celebrating classics like Snow White um, and the Seven Dwarves. And then they'll also have, which I think we talked about, like how we would like to see like an all-inclusive, um, like some of the, the sister companies like Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic, and they will have some information on that. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm excited. That sounds cool. Um, it yeah, it really does, and I think that they're doing a great interactive job um, to really bring in the kids and get them, you know, um, get them involved as well. It's not just so much like Disney adults. Yeah. Um, so I think that that will be great. And um, I had one other thing to say, and I apologize, I don't recall now. Um, I know somebody while you're looking it up from our from our from our group on our Instagram page started following like today or yesterday yesterday the Franklin that 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 display. Uh, and, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and, and so it'll be cool. I know when we were at D23, that's just one of the um, <clears throat> it was one of the um, panels. You could they could talk about everything coming up with that and all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, parks related yes. everything else. A lot of parks related stuff at like the archives. When we all, when the three of us were there, we saw the archives, like, we saw the horse, but then, like, to see, like, the stuff mm-hmm. from the parks, you know, like, the, oh my gosh, the, so the great. Mansion stuff, you know, but yeah, so it's definitely a lot more expensive than I had originally thought. So I think I quoted $25. So I apologize, but that's for like an evening, like a Thursday through Saturday, 5 to 8 p.m. is the $25, but it's looking like it's more so. Like um, a weekday is like forty five, and then there is a sixty one dollar for like a flex time. So like essentially, you can go, you know, whenever. But yeah. you know what? Let's let's break it down. I mean, it's expensive, and it's a lot of money to even just um, employ people and to put these events on. And with everything else that has increased, like I understand them having to kind of charge and go for some of the, you know, have the prices oh, sure. that they have. For sure. Yeah. So I'm excited. I think it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking. Not just cool. like I don't think 40s bad at all. Like no, no. 60 gets a little rough, if, yeah. but if you can pick a time on other prices, like. So yeah, for sure. Where right. is this? Um, I think this is the one that was Philadelphia, right? Hold I on. think yeah. that that sounds right. When yeah, yeah. 
Um, let me see. The Franklin group or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 And it was funny because at first when I started looking at it, I was like not putting the two and two together when I was doing some research. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of embarrassed for myself right now (laughs) that this is actually something that they talked about. And I guess I just didn't know the name. I just kept thinking like Philadelphia. So yeah, it's on Benjamin Franklin Parkway in Philadelphia. Um, and it's off of, um, center city, Philadelphia. Nice. Well, that'd yeah. be cool. So I wish I could go. I think it would be fun. Like yeah. they're, they're, they're really going to dive in and, and talk some good stuff. And I don't know why they chose, why did they chose Philadelphia? I don't know. Cause they have something Again, on the East I coast. Like, maybe. I know, I know we got a lot of whys. <laughs> yeah. I know. Why do you make your decisions? Uh, so, all so I berry, can think a berry is, can go. I mean, all, I, exactly. Yeah. I was all I was thinking was West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> well, yeah, and maybe they're just like you know, kind of spacing it out over. Like, but I do know that we have some, um, we have some museums that could support it. Sorry, I have the yawns like super bad. Um, but. You know, hey, if they want to host it in Philadelphia, more power to them. And I think it's great. But I really like what they have going for them. And I like the interaction that they're going to have. So um, I'll be excited to see as it kind of evolves and, yeah. and we actually get some footage of it. Because um, that's mm-hmm. fun. Fun stuff. For sure. That'll be cool. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you all for yeah. bringing your stories and sharing your stuff. Wake I'm up, excited Sam. for the food, Brianna. Wake up, Sam. It's Imagineering feature time. <laughs> this is the highlight of the show. We've been waiting for this for the past 40 it's minutes. It, it is time. It is time. So where's the drum roll, Sean? We're gonna we're gonna that? take we're gonna take a two-minute break to hear about look at all of you yawning. <laughs> gonna, I was like, I started a fake that. yawn and it turned it's, into a real yawn, so that's how far, that's going. Sam is like like this. Cole's <laughs> I was thinking at 7 moving yeah. the live back an hour is going to be interesting. <laughs> well, we'd know, still be done by this point. So we're well, just gonna, I'm going to like close my eyes. I think when we move, I think when we move the show, it's we, we're, we'll be forced to be done by a certain time, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Okay. So we're going to listen and hear about it's our, so our nice. get it girl. Get it. We're going to hear about our sponsor getaway today, but make sure you check out designer park co for all your Disney or your travel bag. Need. And what, what's the word backpack park bag oh, needs. I, I ask Disney this every time. Disney your park, park bag, ba- your park yeah. bag needs Discord apparel. The make sure bag. Spins, it's beautiful. Um, let's hear about getaway today. And then right after getaway today, we're going to listen about the Imagineering features. going to be the best thing that we've. And we'll wrap up the show, and then um, we'll we'll go on from there. So let's hear about Getaway Today. Well, hello, and welcome to Let's Get to Know Our Sponsor. Getaway Today has been helping Disney vacation dreams come true since 1990. Whether you choose to visit the happiest place on Earth or travel to Orlando and beyond, they want to help you. Need to know the best hotel in the area? What theme park tickets should you buy? Have a last minute change? No worries. Their travel experts are always here to help. Want to book a cruise and don't know where to start? Hey, they can help with that too. 
They will help you find the perfect cruise for your vacation, whether it is your first time or you're a well-seasoned cruiser. When you book your cruise with one of the Getaway Today's experts, you will have a dedicated agent to help you every step of the way. They take care of the details so you can have the most fun. Getaway Today has layway, peace of mind travel, allowing you to cancel or make changes up to 72 hours in advance. You will always have the most up-to-date vacation information, both pre-arrival and upon your welcome. Getaway Today will guarantee the best prices with no hidden fees. And every time you book through Getaway Today, they will donate a portion back to a charitable organization in your area. And so far, over $4.5 million has been donated. So click the link in our show notes to start your Disney vacation planning for more information and the best deals. Tell them Walt's Apartment sent you. And until next time, enjoy the view from Walt's Apartment. Yeah, so the Imagineer that we're going to talk about today is actually Fred Jurger, who was the 3D designer. Um, I would say the most notable 3D designer, because obviously there have been others. But Raleigh, Raleigh Crump spoke very highly about Fred Jurger. A lot of the original Imagineers did. But Raleigh Krupp said he was such an unassuming, quiet gentleman that you didn't realize his importance until you kind of dug into it a little bit. Jurger never really talked about himself. He didn't kind of self-promote. So I feel like a lot of people don't really know about how important he was to so many of the early on projects and even some of the later ones. Um, he was the guy who, you know, they gave him an artist drawings of an interior set or building, and he had to look at them, interpret them into models, and make sure that they could be converted to real life. So he said, like, it's easy to make the haunted mansion look good on paper, but if you don't get it into three dimensions first, you're probably going to end up with a disaster. So it was his job to create the model to avert disaster. He had a degree in fine arts from the University of Illinois. His first job was freelance building a model of an apartment house for Tucson. But then he was picked up by Warner Brothers because he had a friend who worked there and he worked for quite some time on a lot of the uh, golden era films that Warner Brothers had. Then in 1953, Walt recruited him. He recruited Rigger to the to um, actually come craft the scenics and decorative backgrounds for Project Little Man. Project Little Man was, of course, the first step toward creating audio animatronics technology, so he had his hand in that. He built miniature sets and props for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, including the intricate models of the submarine Nautilus. He created models of the planned attractions for Disneyland. There wasn't actually a, a shop a model shop that had been established for Walt Disney Studios in 1954. So they kind of stuck him in this tiny little railroad box car that was actually a machinist workroom. So it was loud and dusty and his work wasn't necessarily loud or dusty. So they kind of shoved him as far away from that as they could. And 
he he was right there on Buena Vista Street in the parking lot in a converted railroad box car working alongside the machinist. And actually, Walt used to love to go in there and just hang out with Fred. So I thought that I, I, I think that's pretty cool. He had very high expectations, obviously, for all of his staff. But the exactitude and work ethic that Fred Jurger had were exactly what Walt Disney wanted and expected from his employees. And they were qualities that Walt demanded in himself. So he definitely found a companion that, you know, had this balanced energy with him in Fred Jurger. The first model that Jurger recalled building in the model shop was the Mark Twain riverboat. And he was often building several miniatures at once. He devoted painstaking attention to detail on every single one, though. His knowledge of architecture combined with his skills in construction frequently enabled him to kind of ditch the blueprints and come up with a finished model because his eye for detail was incredibly impeccable. He was responsible for assuring that the shows and attractions achieved the creative goals designed by web designers and art directors. So they had these goals and standards that were expected for all of their projects. And he was kind of the one who went around making sure that things were being met in that way. Fred, uh, Fred was called the master of the model shop by like the likes of Rolly Crump. There were some... uh, tricky things that he did have to go through, though, that I actually in particular like this story. So he was sent to look at the unfinished castle (laughs) and there were tons of feral cats and he looked down and all of a sudden his khaki pants were no longer khaki. He was completely covered in fleas He had to take his pants off right there in the middle of the construction of the castle and walk to the costume shop to get the pants that he would be able to go home in because there were so many fleas on on property. Uh, I thought that was a pretty funny story. He was kind of like the rock resident rock expert. If there was an attraction with rocks, Fred Jurger probably had his hand in it. Some of the highlights were the caverns in Submarine Voyage, the caves and rocks on Tom Sawyer Island, and the rock cliffs and ruined temples for Jungle Cruise, and a lot of the grotto-type area for Pirates of the Caribbean. Jurger designed and constructed almost all of the rock work in Florida as well for the 1971 opening, including the Atrium Waterfall that is at Disney's Polynesian Resort. And he did a lot of work on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad as well. After that, he was kind of called to come back and work on Epcot and even Tokyo Disneyland. Unfortunately, he passed away to Alzheimer's disease in August of 2005. But the results of his work and his effort is just that like his particular type of genius was incomparable in contribution to Disney. He is so understated and often overlooked, but really he had his hand in so much of the beginning stages. He took it from paper and had to be that middle step 
to creating it a reality. He had to take take it and look at it and be like, these are the mechanics that we need to figure out to be able to make this come to life. So he had an incredibly important job. We think it's like, oh, it's sketched and then we can just build it. There are so many in-between steps and Fred Trigger played a huge role in that. He was loved by Walt. He was loved by everyone in the company. He was a quiet man, but man, he like showed up. There was even a time when like Walt was like making him fly back and forth to Disneyland every single day. (laughs) And he showed up and he didn't, and he didn't complain. And then he got there really early one day and Walt asked him, why are you here so early? And he was like, because driving is faster than flying every day. (laughs) And, uh, after that, he just kind of started driving. So he did what Walt asked, but he found joy in every opportunity to create. He was meticulous. He had an eye for detail and he was a big part of the Disney magic, but Disney magic also was not lost on him. So literally the day before Disneyland was opening, he went in and he saw an area where things were literally just being dumped. It was like the place they were using for trash. And he was like, holy crap, how are they going to get this ready by tomorrow? How are they going to get this ready by tomorrow? That looks awful. Walked in the next morning and there was an entire garden there. Nothing out of place. Everything looked beautiful. And so he was still like, into the Disney magic too, because that blew him away that, wow, this company can really do this. These Imagineers can really do this. So I love when the magic's also not lost on Imagineers. And that was a fun story for me to learn about Fred Rigger as well. So that's what I've got for today for my Imagineering feature, which Sean absolutely loves. Oh my God, Sam! Thank you for that. That was so amazing. The information that you was gave us so good. I was learned. Epic. We love it. Thank you, Sam. So good. We <laughs> so we so good. appreciate the effort I you put the in. Best, Sam. Thank you. Thank you. So, good. <laughs> so so good. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Always my pleasure. <laughs> you crushed it. So She's good. Crying because she did so great. That yeah, was so good. I mean the thought put into that and the information that was given <laughs> boom it happened everybody wake up but uh that brings us to the end of the extra magic hour and a half well it's an hour and a half for us because we spent 20 minutes before you know trying to actually start the show but each other we were hanging we, out yeah we yeah. Had, it, this is why we decided to switch the shows around so we're, <laughs> up till 11 o'clock at night or if of course it's a midnight for sam but Sam, Brianna, Nicole, thank you guys so much. I appreciate all you guys do. All of it, all the shows. Check out all the shows. We have Main Street Views, Extra Magic Hour, Marvel Tribe, Walt's Apartment Live. Join us to be a Patreon if you're not a Patreon yet. We have a lot of fun things going on on there. So from all of us here, anyone else anything to say? That's it. All right. We hope you experience a little extra magic from our extra magic hour. Oh, look at her. Damn, that was a good mic drop. Doosh.